0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Life Rewired podcast. Thank you guys for joining us on this Sunday, August 21st. Today's episode, episode number 47, is going to be all about aligning your actions with your goals. And something that always comes to mind anytime we're talking about goal setting or goal achievement. I always just think about, you know, people trying to achieve certain things in their fitness and in their health, but their actions not aligning with the outcome that they're looking to gain. And when I think about this, it almost reminds me of, you know, someone running in quicksand. You know, you're trying so so hard day in and day out to get to a certain goal, but those actions are not as optimal as they could be in achieving those goals. So this episode is going to help you guys just really realign and ensure that all of the actions that you're taking on a daily basis are facilitating a long-term goal that you guys are trying to achieve. Because I know that if a lot of you can make that alignment happen in your lives and commit to those daily actions and those daily tasks, you're going to see a lot of things start to change throughout your life. But before we begin, this episode is brought to you by Nash Nutrition. The Nash Bar is made with simple and nourishing ingredients, 20 grams of protein, and is naturally sweetened with honey and dates. And literally day in and day out, I'm always you know reassured, thinking about when I'm hungry, that I have something on the go with me that I can rely on that is minimally processed and actually not processed at all. Um, And all of the ingredients are healthy, minimally processed. And I know I'm getting a quality amount of macronutrients along with a high amount of protein. And each box of bars is cold pressed daily, packaged and made fresh to order right here in Columbus, Ohio. So for any first time customers, if you use our code liferwire 10 you will get 10% off of your entire order. So on to today's topic. So aligning your actions with your goals. And so guys, one thing I want you all to realize, you know, very early on in this episode is that, you know, the topic around fitness, working out, training, or whatever you want to even call it in your own life, it's not black and white. And in a very social media driven world, it can seem very black and white. You know, you see people posting their workouts. You see people posting their routines without any disclaimers really discussing, you know, the why behind what it is they're doing. So it can be very easy to get caught up in assumptions, you know, thinking, "Oh, if I do this, maybe I'll get this." But this episode is designed to help you guys get real clear on exactly what you need to be doing right now as it pertains to your goals. And so, we're going to kind of break this down from both an activity and a nutrition standpoint. And I want to first and foremost break down kind of my activity pyramid. And this is something I'm actually going to be talking and releasing to a lot of my clients this week. And I think this is going to be something really beneficial to the listeners right here. But really the way I think of, you know, the activity pyramid is like, what is most optimal and what is least optimal? And what are we facilitate? What are we using to facilitate our long-term goals? And so when I think of activity, like the most optimal way to achieve your results and achieve what you're looking to gain from your fitness is within training. Training means you are progressing toward a specific goal. You are tracking and measuring the components day in and day out to get to that end goal. Then below, you know, training, I think about, you know, working out. So this is like, you know, finding a workout online or going to a workout class or or changing up your routine day in and day out. This is maintenance. Like you guys have to start thinking about like just going to the gym and doing randomness as maintaining the current state that you're in. Like, is it keeping your activity high? Yes. Are you probably spiking your heart rate? Yes. But are you creating and eliciting specific adaptations to the body, whether that be from a muscle standpoint or a strength standpoint? And then the very last part of the pyramid would be just basic activity, very just basic movement. And so when I think of that, I think of like walking around, like going on walks with the dogs, standing on a treadmill, standing on a stairmaster, like that's like very basic activity and basic movement. And so when you guys are breaking down and reflecting right now on what it is that you're doing in your fitness and journey, think about which one of these you're doing. Are you training? Like, are you in putting yourself in an environment where you are progressively overloading? You're tracking your weights, you're tracking the volume, you're tracking the intensity, you're tracking your you're tracking your relative effort like are you doing those things or are you someone who's just showing up getting a per se workout in um, but there's none of that tracking happening or there's no progressive component to it or are you someone that is just doing you know basic level activity but you really have like goals deep down and so you know you can kind of think about this guys um as it pertains to you know fitness level too so like if you are someone and this is what i always want to give a disclaimer for because when i talk about this i feel like some people look at it very black and white and they're like well zach like what about the people who are you know just trying to like show up. And so that, that's what I'm accounting for here. The disclaimer is, you know, if you are someone who's like very new to fitness and, and you have don't have a lot of experience, like doing the basics is best. Like that's optimal for you. So like if you're someone who like is literally is sedentary, you haven't been working out and you're trying to make that step forward. Like, yes, that basic activity is going to be what you need now. If you're someone who's been doing basic activity and you're looking to kind of take it up a notch that's when you start really working out that's when you start going to workout classes that's when you start showing up to the gym consistently and doing those those instagram workouts that you've been saving and then once you do that for a long time there's a good chance you're going to run into a wall where you're like hey look i'm kind of plateauing here what's next and that's when training comes in so a lot of the stuff that i talk about it's really broken down from you know a beginner to an advanced standpoint. And a lot of the people that I work with are more advanced uh, training individuals, like people who have been doing it for a long time. And so that's why I'm always hammering home this point about differentiating working out from training. Because I'm telling you guys right now, the more advanced you are, the more difficult it will be to make adaptations to your body. So that's why so many people just get into a mode of spinning their wheels. And that's why a lot of former athletes that come to me, they struggle to see changes because they have been training for a long time. They have been working out for a long time, but they can't seem to elicit change. And that's when the training comes in. That's when a customized program will make the changes happen for you.
1: And that's exactly what I was going to add is that we talked previously on a podcast episode. This is like the most popular podcast we've had in a while. The three things that change your body composition. We talked about people who go to group fitness classes and how over time you kind of hit a plateau. And you're like, I've been going to Orange Theory for three years. Like, why am I not seeing progress? That's because it's that maintenance phase. So just to give you a tangible example. Your body has adapted.
0: Your body is adapted to that stimulus.
1: And then that's when the customized training comes in. So you're working your way up the pyramid. You probably started out like doing cardio. A lot of females, males too maybe, cardio bunnies for a little bit. Then they start going to workout classes, like you said, doing random workouts. But then once those group classes no longer serve your goals, you have to think about, okay, do I actually wanna build muscle, change my physique? You have to get to that top of that pyramid and sometimes it takes hiring a coach to create those custom programming.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's really, you know, like Christina said, that's where that customization really comes in because we will then, you know, as coaches, that's kind of what we do. We have to assess where, where are you at in your fitness journey? What have you done in the past? What has not worked? Where have you plateaued? Like, those are some very specific things that we have to dive into. And so kind of more on my point, I just think that, you know, this is also why some people see like one, specific training style for example like really help them because like if you haven't been training for a while and you try something new or you try you know this new class like you're gonna adapt like don't get me wrong you will adapt but you will reach a point where you will plateau because a lot of those workout classes a lot of those programs are not they don't have that progressive overload component and that is literally everything and so I actually you know something that always comes to mind anytime we're talking about working out versus training something that I always think about is, you know, every time I go into a gym or I'm in like a commercial gym, for example, I see so many people, you know, same people too. So like they're showing up, they're showing up consistently. So definitely good. But I see so many people showing up to the gym and just like change, like every single day is something different. There's a lot of randomness, you know, there's certain movement patterns and things that, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and I don't know if I could justify some of the movement patterns. Um, But the reason why I'm so passionate about this topic is because like you would be lying to yourself if I came up to any, like if I went up to someone in the gym and I asked them, you know, do you have specific goals? Like obviously it'd probably take them to a little bit to reveal those. But what I'm saying is is deep down, everyone is chasing something. Everyone has a desired physique, a desired outcome, You know, whether it be like a certain PR even or a certain physique, a way they look. Everyone, whatever it may be, that that's what you have to be honest with yourself on. But everyone deep down has a goal. And I feel so much for these people because I see people going into the gym day in and day out. They show up consistently. They're, they're there. But they're just going through the motions and there's a lot of randomness. And it's just, you know, I, I think so many people would would be able to get to that goal or get to that outcome if they just got very clear on the purpose behind why they're at the gym in the first place. You know, yes, it is good to show up. Yes, it is that, that you're good, that you're there consistently and doing the work. But there's a lot of people just maintaining. They're sitting there running, spinning and spinning and spinning in circles, never really getting anywhere, but mentally thinking they are because they're showing up they're there consistently, they just think they deserve the results. And I think that that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions that Christina and I see with a lot of individuals. That's why a lot of individuals come to us is because they have that self-awareness to realize all they've been doing is going through the motions. And, you know, while I am talking about other people, I do want to reflect on this with my own personal experience, because I'm telling you guys straight up, I have done this in the past and I've been frustrated. I've been one to want to achieve certain goals, but not facilitating it with my actions. And when I think about this, it takes me right back to when I was working my corporate job. I was working out all the time. I work out five, set, five to seven days a week. But was I training? No. I was doing stuff different day in and day out. Kind of what I felt like. Was I showing up? Was I getting work done? Absolutely. Was I showing up consistently? Absolutely. But deep down, I had goals that I wanted to achieve. And I was not ever able to achieve those goals because of the randomness, because I was showing up and just doing what I felt like. We hear that a lot from clients. And so I actually posted a picture. I'm gonna share it again, um, you know, on my social media as we finish up this podcast later on in the day. But you know, there at one point when I was working that job, like I was in pretty decent shape. You know, I was a pretty lean guy, but I wasn't where I wanted to be. And that's because the training was not facilitating where I wanted to be. And now with all the many things I've learned. Ever since I've really started to, you know, do the things we're talking about with training, track the progressive overload, manipulate the load or manipulate the volume and track those things and don't get lazy with the accessories, like actually tracking the accessory movements, tracking every single thing that I'm doing in the gym, my results night and day like literally night and day. And I just can't stress that enough because I, I can, I guarantee you guys right now, and there's people probably listening to this where it's like, I they, you guys are thinking to yourselves, like, I really wish I could just get to this goal, but you're just working out. You're just going and doing what you feel like. You don't have a plan. You're not tracking your progress. And I'm telling you guys, you'll continue to run in quicksand. You will com- continue to churn your wheels, frustrated, mad about not achieving the results you're looking to achieve because those actions are not aligning with those goals and so something a way that i think this could help a lot of you guys out there is to get really clear on what it is you want to do do you want to gain strength like are you trying to increase the amount of weight you can lift are you trying to gain muscle mass like is there certain areas of the body where you're like look i wish i had bigger biceps look wish i had bigger calf muscles which by the way any muscle in the body can be trained genetics are limitations they are not the end Goal or like the end excuse genetics will limit you, but any muscle in the body can be trained. I promise you guys. So, anyways,
1: talking to me, <laughs> I said my calves are never going to grow. <laughs>
0: no, I was, I'm mostly talking to Roy. So, shout out to you, Roy Hall. <laughs> We're actually been training calves quite a bit lately, but um, so you guys just have to get clear on that. Like, do you have certain parts of the body you're trying to gain muscle in, or is it a weight loss goal? Is it a fat loss goal? Like, are you trying to significantly lose some weight? And you guys have to get that training to align with that outcome that you're looking to do. And this really resonates with me because coming out of a strength and conditioning program as a former athlete, I was very much so involved in strength training. And I remember as a you know former athlete, after I was finished playing perf- or uh <laughs> not professionally, collegiately. When I was finished playing collegiately, I tried to keep that trend going. Even though my goals had changed, I wanted to change my physique. I wanted to gain muscle mass in certain areas of my body, but I was specifically strength training. I kept doing a lot of the progressions I was doing as a collegiate athlete, but I wasn't getting the ROI that I was looking for. And that's because I was way more like most of the time doing more so strength training. And I wasn't doing enough hypertrophy training, meaning I wasn't doing um, as much as enough training to facilitate and elicit adaptations in my muscle. And so that's a perfect example where if you are someone, you know, who is looking to gain some muscle um, or gain some size in a certain area of the body, you know, are you mostly strength training? Are you mostly doing cardio? going to be really, really hard to get those results if you're doing one of the two. Now, can you combine some of these modalities and combine some of these um, different movement styles and training styles? Absolutely. I do it with my programming, but you have to track it. You have to progress it. And that is when you guys will see the most optimal results. And so, you know, I know we're throwing a lot at you guys, but you know, this is so important because you will take so much stress out of your life when you can get real clear on what it is you're trying to achieve in your fitness and in your health journey
1: and this also applies to nutrition we're going to walk through the same exact kind of process of pyramid when it comes to nutrition but if you're somebody who has physique goals you're somebody who has health related goals whether that's to decrease your blood pressure based on results or you're trying to lose fat like your actions have to align with your goals in all areas so the nutrition pyramid is very similar there's like a beginner intermediate and advanced and a lot of people will start with one and then get to the next one hit a plateau then they need the customization, just like Zach said, when it comes to fitness. And that's why we do what we do. So the first layer would be like the more advanced one. Let's say top of the pyramid. That is full macros. So this is for those advanced people who really want to dial in, make physique changes. You have an event coming up. You have a wedding. You have like something you really want to dial in on. And also you want to shift your body composition. So your protein intake will achieve that. Your carbs and fat will achieve your energy needs help you PR in the gym and your fat macros will help you balance hormones and keep your hunger levels, you know, in a good spot. So full macros is more of an advanced option. Not everyone needs to get to that tier of their fitness and their health with nutrition tracking, but the most common one is that second layer, which is more of an intermediate approach. And this is calories and protein. If you have a goal to lose weight, change your body composition, like lose fat, increasing your protein intake and just tracking calories can get you very far. If you're somebody who that is your goal, like this Aligns with those goals. But if you're somebody who is more advanced, then you have to dial in on carbs and fat as well. But that beginner layer, the bottom layer of the pyramid, let's say, is calories only. And this is for those who just want to lose weight. Like if you're just trying to lose weight, you have a significant amount to lose. You don't necessarily care about the body composition changes yet. Calories only is a perfect place to start. Like don't overwhelm yourself trying to do full macros if you are at that beginner level of taking care of your nutrition. So calories only serves a lot of people. But that's your goal to just lose weight, not necessarily see a change in your body composition. Calories only will serve you for a long time. Then over time, add that protein in and it will dramatically shift your body composition. And full macros is there for those people, like I said, who are a bit more advanced. But it also comes down to consistency because the biggest thing with nutrition is just like Zach said, showing up to the gym, putting in the reps, that's one thing. But a lot of people will have a goal to lose weight, but then they don't hit their nutrition targets most of the time.
0: It's like doing busy work versus like being productive and optimal with your time. Like that's what we're trying to get you guys to realize is we're never going to tell you what your goals should be. Like we're not here to tell you like you should be doing this. We are just here to make sure that those actions align with those goals. That's the most important thing. So like Christina said, if your life's crazy right now, you can't do training right now. You can't do full macros right now. And basic level activity and tracking your calories is, is what aligns with you and your goals right now. Great. Like that's phenomenal, but that's what we want you guys to realize: is get get real specific on aligning those things.
1: And it also has to align. I'm glad you brought that up. Like with your lifestyle, like what's realistic? I have a lot of clients going through a real season of life right now that's very busy, like going back to school, getting your master's, on top of working full time and being a mom. And does it align with your lifestyle to be full macros training five to six days a week? No. So let's scale it back and make it productive in both movement and nutrition and still help you see your goals, but just align it with your goals and season of life at the same time. Mm -hmm. So when you get really detailed on your goals, which we do with our clients and ourselves, like on a consistent basis, we set monthly goals together and individually. And then with our clients, we do that on our orientation calls. And if your goal is to lose half a pound to a pound per week, but yet you miss your calories four to five days a week, you're not going to see that progress you're looking for. So if you actually want to see that physique change, you want to build lean muscle mass and create that fat loss, you ha- you can't be missing your protein target more days than you're hitting it. You are what you do most of the time. And of course, hitting it like four to five days is going to push you in the right direction. But if you have serious goals and you're like, why am I maintaining week by week by week? And then we look at your consistency and it's not even 80%, we're not going to see the goals you're trying to achieve. So you have to align your actions with your goals on a daily basis. And weekly basis, because that's where a calorie deficit comes from. Your weekly intake, you have to be moving more than you're eating. So that's why movement and TDEE is super important. But also your nutrition. If you are eating in a surplus one day, it's going to pull you out of calorie deficit. And then if you're frustrated, you're spinning your wheels. That one day kind of ruined your calorie deficit for the week. So your actions on that one day did not align with your goals. So you cannot be frustrated. You have to make the change. That's ultimately what it comes down to. And these layers of this pyramid. Can shift based on what season of life you're in so like I said you can work your way up the pyramid beginner you're at calories only calories and protein full macros once you get to the top like I've been at full macros for like 10 years I feel like since I competed but there'll be seasons where I go back down the pyramid where I'm like I'm just going to maintain and do like calories only or I'm at maintenance I don't necessarily need like I eat the same meals consistently so I know I'm hitting my macros like subconsciously but I'm not like okay I have specific physique goals I'm just trying to maintain it's a busy season of life I'm prioritizing other areas or travel or I'm prioritizing other things and I know deep down I'm aligning my actions with my goals and then I'll shift to calories and protein and be like okay I'm trying to put on some muscle I'm aligning this with my training program and then if I have like a month like this where we have like photo shoots we've got all this stuff going on I'll shift to full macros. so you can go up and down the pyramid in whatever way makes sense for you but when it comes to the movement pyramid I don't recommend like going up and down often like training is optimal pretty much for everyone. Like
0: for us, for example, like a way that we would, I say, you know, go up and down throughout these things that I just talked about between like training, working out and then basic activity is like, for example, like four out of five days of the week, Christina and I are training. We are implementing progressive overload. We are tracking the progress. We are tracking those things. And then, you know, on the weekends, or even on like Wednesdays, when we do cardio, um, you know, those are more workouts, like those are where we're burning calories, you know, we're moving our bodies. Um, And then like on the weekends too, like, or even on trips, we rely on very basic activity, because that basic activity, even if you are someone that's working out and training, that basic activity is still very important, because that accounts for a majority of your total activity for the day that that's a huge portion of your total daily energy expenditure, like don't And we said this on the last podcast, don't just rely on, you know, one workout in the day and then sit down and be sedentary the rest of the day. You guys have to also implement those things, too. You know, if you are trying to lose weight or you're trying to, you know, progress and change your physique, that's where that basic level activity will be very important. So that's kind of how we utilize all three interchangeably depending on our day to day. But all of those situations align with what we're also trying to accomplish long term. And I'm just telling you guys, I can't I can't say it enough. Um, you know, you, the the progress is in the progression like all the time, whether it comes to your training or your or your nutrition. You have to. It, it's a building block. They build on one of one each other, one on one another. Um, so, yeah.
1: And exactly like you said, like there's a weak balance of how we prioritize that movement in the pyramid. The same goes for nutrition. Like we can track macros Monday through fr- or yeah Monday through Friday. It's typically, what I recommend for my clients who have a goal to achieve, but they also like it's summer, they have bridal showers, they are planning a wedding, like they're traveling. You can do macros during the week, and then I have one calorie and protein day for them, and then one calorie only day because you are what you do most of the time. You're hitting your fat, you're hitting your carbs, you're hitting your protein. Five days of the week, one day you're hitting calories and protein, the other one you're doing calories only, which could be like yesterday. Like my mom was in town, I had the Fabletics event, we went out to the market, we went to dinner, like out to eat, we had some drinks, like that's a calorie only day. But today, calories and protein back at full macros tomorrow. So you can shift that pyramid like throughout the week too, just based on what your week looks like, but you are what you do most of the time. So if you are progressively overloading your training and you're hitting full macros five days of the week, but that doesn't mean you're going on a cheat day Saturday and Sunday, you're Sitting on the couch Saturday and Sunday, you're still doing basic movement and doing the basic level of a calorie deficit. That way you get to Monday and you're like, oh, I'm proud of myself, but I still had balance and I feel recovered. I got to spend some time with my people, but you're still seeing your achieving your goals.
0: And that's like where you guys just have to be so honest with yourself. You know, Christine and I, we obviously monitor how our clients are progressing with certain metrics that we've discussed in this podcast, but you guys have to be brutally honest with yourself because a lot of The problem a lot of times lies within you not being honest with yourself. Like I know when I struggled with nutrition for a long time, it was because I wasn't really accounting for some of those things I was eating, you know, late at night when I was having cravings, um, I wasn't accounting for those things and they will come back and, you know, bite me in the ass if, if i have specific weight loss goals or I'm trying to get myself into a caloric deficit. And so that was a period of time where I was not being honest with myself, but I would get mad. I would get frustrated. I'd be like, why am I not losing the weight? Why am I not able to you know, lean out a little bit more? And it's because that was the problem area was I wasn't tracking everything. I wasn't being honest with myself. And so whether it's the nutrition or the training, like you guys, if you have goals, you really just have to be brutally honest with yourself. And the more honest you can be with yourself and the more self-aware you can become, the easier all of this becomes because you know where you're falling short. You know what you can lean into, where you have success. When you become self-aware on these things, you can really start to align your life with what you're trying to achieve long-term. And I think, you know, if a lot of us reflected on the things we do most of the time, throughout our days and then we reflect on what we're trying to achieve long term, we have to close that gap and make sure that those things are aligned.
1: Yeah, and self-awareness is your s- secret weapon or superpower. We did a whole episode on that because that's where it all stems from. You can't expect to see the progress you're looking for if you're not Doing aligning the right stuff. yeah, aligning your actions with your goals. So this whole episode is about. So if you're okay with seeing slower progress or you're okay with maintaining like On a vacation, I'm okay with maintaining. So like my actions will align with that goal. But like on a consistent basis, if you have super high calorie days, you have to like mentally be like, okay, I'm self-aware enough to know that I didn't hit my goals. And then it's gonna hold me back a week from seeing progress. And if you're okay with that, let your coach know, let yourself know, you know, Mm -hmm. be self-aware about it. And if you struggle with self-awareness, I highly recommend you go back and listen to that episode. not sure which one it was exactly, but just scroll back and you'll see self-awareness as your secret weapon because it truly is in reaching your goal. That's where it all begins. And I want to touch a little bit on mindset when it comes to this. We wanted this episode to be primarily about, you know, workouts, nutrition, the fitness side of things, but you know, we're always big on mindset. So self-awareness is the kind of foundation of your mindset. And maybe we can do an episode on like building a strong mindset, like from the foundation up. But mm-hmm. in Atomic Habits, um, James Clear describes goals as commitments. If you just label it as a goal and you don't align your actions to your goals, there's no commitment to it. So you have to make commitments which help you reach your goals. So these are the actions you put in place, which is training four days a week, hitting your macros five days, hitting calories the other two days. You have to have these commitments and actions. Otherwise, your goals are just something you're always going to be treading water or what you call it quicksand you're trying to like achieve it quicksand. yeah and you're going to be spinning your wheels for a long time and kind of wasting your time and energy when you could be achieving those goals so make these commitments to yourself and your future self well thank you but when it comes to mindset i also wanted to give a little bit of a layer of how to align your actions with your goals here if you're someone who wants to create a positive mindset you want to be surrounded by positive people you have to become that person yourself first so if you have zero morning routine you just roll out of bed scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on TikTok, reading the news, and you're like in a bad mood all day, your actions are not aligning with your goal to be a positive person because the energy you put out the whole day is going to be like rushed, stressed. You didn't fill up your cup. You're going to be burned out. So you have to watch what you're consuming and also take a little audit of your routines, like in the morning mm-hmm. and at night, because if your goal is to get better sleep, but you're sitting on your phone, scrolling on TikTok till 11 p.m., Your actions are not aligning with your goals. This applies to everything. So if you're ever frustrated that you're not achieving your goals, don't blame it on like external things. Take an audit of like your day, your habits and your routines and say, are my actions in this area of life aligning with my goals? And it can apply to your career too. If you want to get a promotion, but you're not putting in the work, your boss is going to see that and you're not going to get the promotion and you can't be frustrated because you did not put in the actions that are, or the commitments that align with your goal. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Amen to that.
1: <laughs> Amen, and we're gonna end it on that. Um, you have anything else to say, Z?
0: No, I just think you know, guys, especially going back to the training thing, like being a guy. I know, especially you know, especially my guys out there. Like, if you are in the gym, you're you're hammering out those tricep extensions, those bicep curls. Like, you're you're going crazy in there. Like, I know you guys have goals. Like, please do yourself a favor and start progressing. Start following a progression that's going to yield and, and, and elicit the things that you're trying to achieve because I see you guys, trust me, I see you. You're working hard as hell. You're you're going, you're showing up, you're consistent. You're in the gym, you're doing the work. Now, if you could just take it a step further and get a little bit more intentional and a little bit more purposeful about what it is you're doing, you are going to get those results. You are dying so hard to achieve. And if you can't do it alone, ask for help. We meet everybody in the middle. Every single person we coach, we meet in the middle. We never tell you guys what your goals should be you guys tell us what your goals should be and we align and create a progression and a plan to get you from point a to point b that's that's our job as coaches that's what we do on a daily basis and and your job is
1: to act on it and your job
0: is to <laughs> act on it and-
1: all of our partner offers are going to be down in the show notes for nash and also our coaching applications if you're somebody who needs help aligning your actions with your goals or creating a progressive overload program or dialing in your nutrition, you guys know where to find us. And don't forget to share this episode on your podcast or on your Instagram story and tag both the podcast, Instagram, and us with your main takeaway. And we will see you guys next week. Next weekend is Zach's birthday celebration. So we're going to be doing an episode on the 27 lessons for 27 years of life, just like we did last year. So honestly, if you want a little Pre-game for that episode we did one for your birthday previously mm-hmm. and my birthday 28 life lessons for 28 so we've been doing this for a while and we're excited to get you this so thank new you episode. jeremy
0: scott for that idea yeah. we stole it from you so shout <laughs> out to you bro
1: <laughs> and we hope you guys have an awesome week peace out guys